Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for your ROH and Impact Post Show for May 18th already. Guys, of all the reasons I've had to start late for a post show, (laughs) things happen. My internet is crap. You guys know that. Sometimes co-hosts are... They're having technical issues. Sometimes the stream is weird. For whatever reason, the past two weeks in a row that I've entered, it has automatically started playing a Bluetooth ad, and I can't get it to stop. Mm -hmm. But I'm taking that as a sign to tell you guys that we are also taking sponsors. And you can email me at kate at ondeckic or find me on Twitter and DM me if you have an interest in sponsoring any Fightful show. Um, Or you can go ahead and DM Sean. But... As I'm sitting here looking at 69 viewers here already, got the sex nice. number, got Bluetooth. <laughs> the show was getting people in a mood tonight. But guys, get in your mm-hmm. super chats, get in your humper chats at humperchats.com so we can talk some ROH before Joel and Cresta come in here to talk about Trinity Fatou's in ring. Uh, I think her in ring debut tonight, if I remember yeah. correctly. Um, very much looking forward to hearing about that, but we've got a lot to talk about with ROH first, and I'm joined, as always, by Reg. Reg, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, that number was perfect for a little bit that we had there, because this episode was a 69 uh, when it comes to Ring of Honor episodes. A lot of great moments to be, uh, you know, to have that number present. So happy to be here. Happy about this show. Happy about Universal Studios. It's just a different breed of professional wrestling here. And a lot of great developments on this show today. A lot of really, really great things. I cannot get over what we saw from Zack Sabre Jr. Mm. and AR Fox. My Mm. goodness. So good. Getting those super chats to talk about it. Also going to remind you before we get underway to go ahead to Fightful Select and subscribe. CM Punk back on his Instagram stories causing chaos. Go read all about it on Fightful Select. But some marquee names that are going to be working on Collision that are not CM Punk. Some more Mm -hmm. information about Collision over there on Fightful Select along with a ton of other breaking news and podcasts including Ask Rhapsody which was on... For a couple hours, this is Reg's double podcast day. That's what's yes. up. So. Mm-hmm. Go watch that. Go check that out. A lot of fun with Philip Lindsay today. We got in a lot of questions. Every week it's fun uh, just answering questions just to be able to get on a podcast and interact with the, with the supporters and the people out there. So, yeah, subscribe to Fightful Select. A lot of news on Collision. Some creative News just dropped on some people working in creative on Collision. So Hell yeah. you're going to want to check that out. You are. I will say uh, an ROH legend. That is the only hint that you get. Go find out who it is on FightfulSelect.com. But we've got some ROH legends in the making, baby. Mm. Uh, we've got some super chats that came in from you guys. An, a big super chat from Reggie Simmons. Thank you so much saying ROH is definitely better at Universal Studios Oh, yes, I agree. Mm -hmm. It looks like the taping schedule is going to be Wednesday nights, Dynamite and Rampage, Friday nights, Collision. (laughs) 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 Well, hope you enjoyed it while it lasted. (laughs) Because they're doing tapings. They just announced uh, Shibata and Coughlin uh, for the pure title uh, next week during the Ring of Honor tapings in Las Vegas. So we're already back to taping on the road 
take that ha- however as you may. We're going to enjoy these next couple episodes that were filmed in Universal and hope we ever see it again. That's right. Let's fingers crossed on that. But Reggie, I agree. Um, both Reggie, who's sending the super chat, and Fred, who I'm on screen with, right, definitely you. better at Universal <laughs> Studios for sure. Did you ever get called Reggie, and did you like it or hate it? Oh, I'm Reggie. I'm usually Reggie. Reg is like the new thing. So, oh, you know. okay. So yeah, when I hear Reggie, I'm usually like, oh yeah, but you know, recent years. Is Reg, but you know, my whole entire life was Reggie. So when I hear Reggie Simmons, I'm always like, hey, that's me, but that's not me. That's the homie Reggie Simmons. That's always supporting here. We appreciate you, bro. We do appreciate it. The reason I asked is my full name is Kate. So mm. when people call me Katie, uh, I'm not like annoyed about it, but I'm just mm. like, it's not short for anything when you call me Katie. My full name is Kate. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Also, Kate's and Katie's, I can't explain it. Very different vibes. Way different. Isn't that people. crazy? Yeah. You're like, it's- people. Feel like you're not a Katie. I'm like, no. I know. I can't even explain it. Mm-hmm. Katie's Very are all different. sweet and nice. I'm like out here cursing about ROH like, being Kate. on the road again. <laughs> I'm Kate. I got an edge to me. <laughs> Some yeah. more support that came in from you guys. Allison Tuckwop with a, another nice chat. Thank you so much. Saying, when is this going to come on wrestling? I like to watch wrestling. I don't know what that means. Yeah, me too. Is- <laughs> yeah i like, like to watch wrestling i love to watch wrestling i like mm-hmm. i like to watch the wrestling that we saw tonight my mm-hmm. goodness there were some great matches on this jam beard saying maybe the blue chew is trying to help you get lucky kate well not generally one for the ladies uh and i don't need help all right the fellas mm-hmm. at the door constantly it's just like it's exhausting not, not, they're knocking down the door right now she's away. like let's get yeah. through this podcast oh, so goodness. i can go to opening them at forbidden go, on, go the forbidden <laughs> Forbidden doors all over my apartment. (laughs) My gosh. Orion Mm -hmm. Ben saying, recruiting hats on. Give me the indie star you want. Brian F. and Keith. Laredo Kid, too, since now he's a free agent, uh, is what Luis said. Took mine, Luis. I was going to say Brian Keith 1,000%. I cannot wait until we see Brian Keith on this Ring of Honor show, and I'm going to fight to the death. I'll text uh, will washington every single day 25 times a day till he tells somebody to put brian keith on this show the captain i'm gonna send emails out to everybody in the company at aew on twitter brian keith that's the one you're just you're typing just like first initial last name of anybody in the company <laughs> at all i like it well as we all know will washington is the roh head booker at this point uh <laughs> Definitely not made up. Definitely just driving home, just mm-hmm. beating that dead horse into the ground even yeah. further. But we have fun mm-hmm. here. We have fun here. Uh, recruiting hat on. Man, <laughs> there's so many out there. I There are mm-hmm. some people that were in ROH that I want to see back in ROH that aren't like signed there. So that's kind of my first crop, I would say. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking just like all all in the women's division because that's like always where my head's at i think like mm. um jody threat is signed who do mm. i want to see i don't know why i'm putting so much pressure on this question jack, <laughs> jack cartwheel came to mind for sure yes uh, there I, I tried to avoid some spoilers but i saw that potentially here we have some of my west coast pro homies specifically yeah? titus alexander might be doing some things over here. And uh, along with that, I'd love to see Sandra Moon get a shot out Ooh, in Ring of Honor. Yeah. I think she'd be uh, a great addition to the roster. Agreed. Agreed. It's, man, it's so funny because I feel like this, there's a crop that just got elevated and there's always mm-hmm. a new crop coming behind. It's oh, it's so awesome. Yeah, It's such good a good time. time. Such a good time to be a wrestling mm-hmm. fan. Mm-hmm. Don't let people mark you into thinking otherwise uh jam beard saying red you need to make will hire kid bandit okay. they need to be an roh like right now uh just open up will's checkbook man yeah you know what <laughs> like please you know what because will has all the power in the yeah. world he can just do whatever he wants kid bandit you're on your way no kid bandit is actually a great choice too i think they do uh pretty great in ring of honor Agreed. Agreed. There's a lot of great talent out there. It is a mm-hmm. deep talent pool. Uh, Collision in Jersey in July. That main event was insane. Have a great show. Kate and Reg. Matt Ryan Keel, thank you for so much for your chat. Yeah, I've got 
the alarm set on my phone for Saturday when tickets go on the market mm-hmm. to get those collision tickets. Uh, they are having their, I think their U.S. debut, assuming we're going to get Chicago first, but of announced mm-hmm. dates, that Jersey date, I'll be there. I'll be at the Prudential Center. So come say hi if you are going to be there too, because mm-hmm. Lord knows I will. But let's dive in to some really fun stuff. Very rare. Do we, I guess a little bit more, but another mm-hmm. like short and sweet way to start off Ring of Honor. I always just feel like we're bang, like right into it within ring action. But we get the formation of the Mac attack. Yep. Willie and Ninja Mac, the Mac mm-hmm. attack is made. Look, I love puns. I don't normally love forming tag teams out of puns. I prefer to have a tag team that exists and you work your way into the pun. That's just how Mm -hmm. I, as a pun artist, like to go about things. But I think this is a really, really, really fun combination because Mm -hmm. what we saw against each other in ring chemistry wise, I think this could be really fun. And I don't know, maybe we'll get our ROH tag team champs back on television. They need someone to fight at some point here, Reg. What do you think of the formation of this tag team? This one kind of felt inevitable. Last when we saw the match, uh, people were chanting for this. It just was like, oh, two max. Even when they announced the match, it was like, oh, two max. That's perfect. That's awesome. We knew that the match was going to be cool. The match was cool. And so for them to form a tag team, which I think is a great idea for both those gentlemen in this position right now, is awesome. Uh, two max, both great wrestlers. I always want to see Willie Mack exceed in any place that he is a great tag team wrestler on top of that. And Ninja Mac just b- didn't even really get into what he really is going to get into. So I think them teaming up together, is going to be awesome. Great way to start the show too. Just like a little, like, all right, here's the show. Here's a little snippet of uh, last week. And here's some things that uh, are going to move forward. This is what happens when we're back in the studio, red quick, clean to the wow. point segments, wow. not like, the best friends randomly coming out for no reason. We get like good fishing yes. use of time, but mm-hmm. a fun way to start the show for sure. And a fun way to kick off the in-ring action was Ray Fenix, who's mm. back with Alex Abrahantes at ringside, of course, versus Ooh. Ringo Loco and a banger of match to kick us off. This was a ton of fun that, at some point, there was like a double springboard Hurricane Rana. So, mm-hmm. like, just absolutely, absolutely insane. Um, this was everything that I wanted it to be. And I know this type of wrestling holds a special place in your heart. So, I'm going to throw it over to you. Kicking off the night with Spafu. What did you think of this? Supreme Spafu, as they say, this is the definition of Spafu. Spafu was created off of matches and people like this. Ray Phoenix has been <clears throat> injured or out or somewhere, but he's been watching the Vikingo matches. He's been watching the commander matches. He's been at home being like, all right, I see what you guys are doing. I see what's going on here. But AEW already has an insane luchador. And starting with that Claudio match we saw, and then into this match right here with Gringo Loco, the base God, these guys were going insane. Uh, Phoenix was hitting some insane Hurricane Ranas. Uh, Loco was on display, hitting his reverse uh, angle slams, hitting that press slam into the X Factor that so I really good. love. Being the base guy that he can, Phoenix is just like so dynamic. And the things that he could do in the ring seem unmatched until you see Bakingo and, and Commander. It's just so, it's just like we have a wealth of these amazing luchadors, and it's just so great that we get to see them at full capacity this is 100 percent ray phoenix right here with somebody who can catch and somebody that can keep up and gringo loco has been on display the last couple of weeks here it feels like ring of honor is kind of becoming you know his show and some you know when he, he has a match announced you know it's gonna hit and this one just was beautiful i was just watching just like a little kid like yes flips oh slams oh oh yeah everything everything i loved it so good i I really liked it too. Ray Fenix, I just feel like every time he's in the ring, it's a match of the year contender. Like easy in a very different way. I feel like Roosh is getting that way where you're just mm. like, God, everything this guy does is next level. I felt like before he got injured and was doing some singles matches when Pentagon was out, mm-hmm. um, but it was like Ray versus Kenny Omega. Cause why wouldn't we like those matches? I just kept being like, man, this guy's mm-hmm. incredible. I also really liked in this match, 
I felt like we got a ton of, um, like you said, Gringo Loco being like a, a great base in this. But one mm-hmm. thing Ray Fenix is incredible at to me is nothing really feels superfluous or, or mm-hmm. over the top, like mm-hmm. extreme athleticism, but also a nice blend of logic for people who can't get in the flippy new BS. <laughs> I can get into some flippy do fun stuff, but I feel like it does help when everything feels like it still kind of has an intention behind it. So yes. one of his, his greatest attributes and one of the most versatile people in this style in the world, like Claudio mm-hmm. Gringo Loco, mm-hmm. whoever you throw them in there with, looking great so a fun way to start off the night and kind of a surprising one because this this is another sign that they're back at the studio because i feel like this is that match at the studio studio, where my heart is it's like the only thing probably that i want to go to florida for because i like having rights i will say like this is the match I feel like that gets put on for the seven people that are left to try and keep them awake when they're on the road <laughs> here. We can yes. start off the episode with it and hope that something awesome enough is, is going to be there on the back end. This episode, you know, you've got Zack Sabre Jr. and AR Fox still to oh, go. So yeah. a really fun way to, to start off the in-ring in this episode for sure. My only mm-hmm. thing is, isn't he like, one half the tag team champions, and he's helping. Why does every time one of these brothers show up, the other one's just lost? He's just somewhere in another universe. Like these like, guys are not together; they're brothers. Like, uh, what's going on here? We want to see these tag team championships defended, but it has been announced, and they did announce on Dynamite that the Ring of Honor tag team championships will be defended against Claudio, the partner of his choosing. So we're gonna see him over there, just not over here on the show that they represent. But you know. Just like, why does Claudio have six storylines as the ROH champion? But the problem is, every time he's in the ring, I'm like, that guy rules. Put him in every yeah. match. I don't yes. care. <laughs> Somebody else come and challenge him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right now. Um, but I will say, too, I'm a little more mindful because there's some things that I was like, oh, I wish I got a little more time. But I am more mindful mm-hmm. that we were doing batch tapings again. Right. Yeah. So um, he might have wrestled six matches in two days. And so if one of them is not a tag team match, kind of can't complain about that True. but mm-hmm. but i will because i'm just gonna gripe and gripe and gripe here but kate. <laughs> <laughs> Rh- katie. That's, that's right i'm kate <laughs> a katie would be like everything is perfect <laughs> It's so true, though. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. Kate's and Katie's are opposite sides of the same name. Mm-hmm. RH saying, I haven't had a chance to watch ROH tonight yet, but. I wanted to let you two know how much I enjoy you cats on the post show. You folks do great work. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Mm-hmm. It is like um, being on a field trip, getting to to host alongside Reg and getting mm-hmm. to talk about this product. Like mm-hmm. about five minutes before I tried to go on air, before I started playing Bluetooth <laughs> ads out of my control, I was like, I'm getting paid to talk about Zack Sabre Jr. and AR Fox. Wow. Don't, don't tell Sean, but like, I would just be talking to my dog in my apartment about this. Totally. I would be talking there, out like, loud about it for sure. Like yeah. in some way, just been like, man, do you see AR Fox? Like, but like to my wall. Call, calling other people's grandparents to talk yeah. about this match. Like, but, right. but there you go. So <laughs> we mm-hmm. move, we move along to uh, Willow Nightingale versus Maddie Rankowski in a quick match. But I think the real headliner here is. I'm pretty sure Reg bullied Ian Riccoboni out of rapping. I think listen, that's what happened. Listen, he knows when an announcer knows when to just let it breathe and back away. He mm-hmm. learned. He tried it. He did this, you know, a couple weeks worth of raps. And, you know, it just was not hidden for me at all. I understand why it was happening. I understand what's going on. He just let Caprice handle it. And Caprice handled it. And, you know, we got on moving. So respect to you, Ian. That's why you're such a great commentator. And that's why we put you over all the time. Because you see those those cues. You see the cue, you take it. That's what a great announcer does. That's why you are who you are. And I hope you get the collision job. Give it to Ian. Because, look, he does things like this. <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> I think this is a symptom of the tapings being in a group. I think you're going to get an eight-minute freestyle through Willow's Net. <laughs> next week and you're going to love it red you're relax. gonna love it <laughs> relax please <laughs> look out of the two of us i know hip-hop all right clearly i mean you know all the right. facts are the facts 
<laughs> you know, like the uh, you know the bare naked ladies, the uh, one week song, yeah. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> nice knowing you, Ring of Honor. That was a fun show, you guys. Oh, we Tune in to Impact. Great few weeks, yeah, right. You're like Joel, calling you in from the bullpen, buddy. Coming in early. Well, you know who else didn't last more than 20 minutes? That's not a blue chew segue, but that mm-hmm. is a comment on how quick this match with Willow and Matt Rinkowski was. Yep. We got all of look, we're not gonna have Athena on, you gotta have Willow on. It's just yes. you get you get the baddest bitch or you get the happiest one. That's it. That's where we go. So mm. uh we get the we get we get the best hits here. It's a short match, but we get the pounds, we get the straps mm. coming down, we get a Willow Nightingale win. Um, this is another one where we've talked about this ad nauseum, so I don't want to circle on it too much, but it does feel like Willow was kind of earmarked for ROH and now yeah. she's in like some, some, I would say like a, a mainstay for sure on the AEW roster. So I am intrigued mm-hmm. to see where she ends up, but you know what? You got people out there for like 10 hours watching tapings. You throw Willow Nightingale in, in a squash. The crowd's going to be happy. Always love seeing her on my screen and glad to see Maddie Rinkowski get some reps too. She's been one of those top level uh, women's indie names for a little bit now. We've seen her on Dark a few times. Uh, happy happy to see her here, even though this was a quick match. Any thoughts on this? Uh, I don't know. You know, I'm glad we've seen Willow, but if we're just going to continue to see this squash and not really much development like willow's we know willow's happy to be here but like we don't want it to be like an actual her character here it's like oh she's just happy to be here she's just gonna beat this person up in 30 seconds and then we're gonna be out of here especially from going from the momentum that she had into that amazing athena match and then to kind of be like like it's not her fault that you guys got her on two shows and you're gonna have her you know kind of waiting in the water on one of them because you don't want to affect what's going on on the other show i don't know get it together though i want to see uh (laughs) i said i want to see willow in some big matches there's a lot of great talent on the ring of honor roster put her in those matches i don't want to see her just squashing people i do love to see her being powerful and and on display but like we see how she does on the other side when she's uh, playing defense and being one of the most charismatic heartfelt wrestlers that we know Agreed. And as you know, as most people watching this know, I am a whiner in a in a good way. <laughs> I'm a Kate, not a Katie about mm-hmm. uh, women's wrestling and screen time. I'm very intrigued to see what happens with Collision because there is more breathing room. More time. I, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if um, I'm hoping this puts Jade Cargill back on a, a track where she's heavily featured. Mm-hmm. Um I'm wondering if there's room for a women's tag division so that we can see the Penelope Fords and the Bunnies and the Tay Contes of the world kind of back uh-huh. in the mix. Anna Jay mm-hmm. certainly falls into that category. And then it's kind of like, oh, okay, who is on your ROH women's roster? Because if those people kind of bump up to collision and it's a little bit mm-hmm. more rounded out, then you are leaning on your Trisha Doras, probably your Miranda Alizés, who we saw tonight, the Lady Frost yep. of the world, which... I think mm-hmm. is a good thing. The more that we can build up, the better, right? So mm-hmm. any thoughts about that? Do you think, um, you know, soon enough we're going to be saying, this is Trisha Doris program or... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, we kind of talked about it a little bit on Ask Rhapsody. It was great because people were asking about more shows and more women's segments, which is we're hoping that that'll mean more secondary feuds for the women wrestlers and, you know, uh, but the, we, the main thing we wanted is for them to really build the AEW World women's and the tbs championship because they've kind of fell in by the wayside like like you said jade was kind of on a trajectory and she's kind of like i don't know where she's at at this position and the AEW's women's championship after uh thunder and tony storm and what jamie was doing in the beginning was like a super hot title and now it's just like okay it's also there too they got to build both of those back up but i think they have a lot of pieces to bring it to a great place. And if they use collision to, um, you know, bring in this new crop of people and maybe have one of the titles be a mainstay over there. And then you have in all these different challengers over here, I think the women's division could really benefit from this. They need to benefit from this. There is no if, ands or buts like more time, 
more women's matches as we see on this Ring of Honor program. We got three women's matches, and they were all super cool, you know, besides the squash one. But we got to see three different styles of women's matches, and we could we need to be seeing five or six of these a week if we have all these time, all this time, you know. Agreed. And as much as I like to complain about it, I don't like to complain about it. I like it when we're seeing effort. And I will say, like, there's been a tremendous amount of growth in the past year, I feel like. Like, we're seeing so, so many more women involved in, like, what feels like it's leading to a blood and guts feud. Like, the Mm -hmm. rotation of talent has been a lot better. More screen time would be another step forward in that way. And I would love to be able to see that so that this kind of next grouping of women could get the the ROH stronghold. I think that could be really, really productive. And it's so, um, for me, it's so much fun because I say all the time, like I I started watching in 09. So until AJ Mendez came along, it was really just like, I'm going to pull your fake hair. No, I'm going to pull your (laughs) fake hair for a really long time. Crazy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And that was like, there was a brief window and then the four horsewomen came. And so Mm -hmm. like, I didn't even know what independent wrestling was at that point. And so now to be seeing like, Oh my gosh, this abundance of women's talent is, is so awesome. So I hope we get to, to see that I'll get elevated. It's one of the most rewarding parts of watching ROH. I think. Facts. Uh, Ronald Hollick talking some Lucha over here, which I love saying with the incredible amount of Lucha inspired talent added to ROH and AEW, who do you see being the first Lucha talent to get crowned world champion? Interesting. Our moderator, Luis has some guesses throwing out Andrade and Bandito and Vikingo. And he said, I don't know, maybe it's just, just Jeff Jarrett in a mask. Uh no, I think you said it. We just talked about it. Uh, you said his name earlier in this show. It's Roosh. If you sit, if you give Roosh the opportunity to do continue to do what he's been doing, and uh, I think that one of the draws right now is he doesn't give a shit about winning, and that's kind of the best part. Is he's just like, I'm out here to beat somebody up. I want to whip somebody. I want to chop somebody, and I want to destroy them. But then if he gets you know into that mode of wanting to be a world champion like he's been before. Uh, as a heel, there's not a finer heel uh, luchador, I think, in the world than Rouge. So that's my pick. He's just this little wrecking ball every time he's in the so ring. Angry. So, <laughs> so angry. I need like a six-month feud with him in Orange Cassidy, just like yeah. the wrestler who doesn't care versus the most intense guy in the whole mm-hmm. world would yeah. pop me tremendously. But I, I like that as a as a call, like a a, a a Roosh world title run is a really, really fun, really fun possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, some more love for the ladies coming in. Jam Beard saying, now I really want to see Willow and Abaddon team up. It's kind of a fun little contrast. I could see Abaddon returning from injury and back in action, which is great. Abaddon. Hmm. Yeah, I need to, uh, oh. now that the darks are gone, they're going to have to find more places for some some of these talents that were kind of perennial perennially on there right and jam beard saying for aw tag teams you have the outcasts mm-hmm. Britt and jamie tj and bunny penelope ford and nyla shafir and sky or i'm sorry nyla and shafir mm-hmm. sky and rain maybe also the renegade twins team of willow with abaddon that's already eight teams man you really only need I mean, in WWE, they think you only need two, but I, I feel mm-hmm. like you can make a pretty solid division with six. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of fun to be had for some people that aren't back yet. I think part of the Jade holdup, I feel like, is that maybe we've gone through so much of the roster and we're waiting mm-hmm. for Chris Statlander to come back and the timing's not <laughs> matching up. It's taking her out of the picture. I don't know what's going on with Serena D, but you pair her with just about anybody and I'm in. Uh, Layla Hirsch, of course, also waiting in the wings. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of fun possibilities with both the singles and and the tag divisions here. Any pairings that are kicking around in your head that might be fun? Sky and Rain together sounded funny because I never thought about that when they would team up on this show. Sky and Rain. That's very, very hilarious. Uh, I want to know where Red Velvet is. Uh, I have a lot of interest in the people that you said, even though it's like, People have been putting Chris Statlander as the one to beat Jade for uh, like a year now. I'm like, do you guys even know her timetable of returning? Do you know anything? Like, this could be another year. I don't know what's going on here. How's everybody so super set on it? But I am interested to see what she does. Uh, Abaddon is super interested. I didn't, hadn't even thought about her in a long time. I think she could play a good role put in here with somebody. But yeah, I'd like to see uh, Kiara, maybe Kiara and uh, um, 
Diamante team up. Uh, I want to see Diamante and some maybe Diamante and uh, Mercedes Martinez, who we see later oh, in the show, yeah. together yeah. could team up. Like that's hmm. the duo, you know, <laughs> the newly mm-hmm. signed Diamante. I'm very yep. excited about that. I'm with you. They got to find some TV time for Kira Hogan, man, because that yeah. woman is a star. Mm-hmm. She's sitting right there for you but thank you so much for all the support that we're getting tonight uh, a lot mm-hmm. of chats coming in we appreciate it matthew hooks saying who do you see leaving roh with collision coming that's a good question yeah. um probably all the champions yeah i could see yeah totally <laughs> i could see i think this might be athena's time it might be time to finally move her up there get her established on the uh, you know, national TV brand, and because uh, she has to take this to to some more eyes, and I think this is a great way to introduce her, get her into either title picture, and be on the way out. Agreed. I, I think that's a a really good call and a nice nod to what her championship reign has been like. Extremely fundamental in establishing ROH. Uh, time to to move this badass heel on up. I think it could be a lot of fun. I'm with you. I think you see Samoa Joe go there, assuming that CM Punk is still with the company. Yep. More on FightfulSelect.com about who that might feud might be. Um, trying to think of ROH. I, I, I think mean, Joe's can, on the poster, so that's might be a giveaway. You know? That's indicative for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, now that it's like Darius and Action and Dreddy, I don't know, but I would have said uh, they would be two to go over. I think you're going to see more things, not so much like ROH being pulled over, but I think you're going to see like, I'm hoping Ethan Page get a push or things yes. like that. Scorpio those, Sky. Yeah, Scorpio mm-hmm. Sky. I think maybe some people that were bouncing between brands a little bit, you might see mm-hmm. just a little bit more firmly committed over there. But We could potentially see your guy, Eddie Kingston, over there on Collision 2, potentially, I think. So... They, hmm. they owe me another round of CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I would very much like that. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope he is feeling better from his injury because that I just he's my dude. I love yeah. that guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some more love for the ladies. Jam Beard saying, also, if AEW does go with women tag teams, I could see them at, going after a team like the Hex. That's a great call. Mm-hmm. Also, maybe Kira Hogan with either Red Velvet or Diamante. Yeah. Which, yeah. We yeah. haven't said the Renegade twins who haven't been a tag team together, but them, of course. <laughs> I sincerely love how commentary was like, it's twin magic, even though they don't look alike. No. Like, definitely leading into that, I thought it was really fun. Mm-hmm. You know what else is fun? The Iron Savages yes. and the Wingmen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes ROH does stuff and they're like, I got you, Kate. And I love mm-hmm. Peter Avalon and I like mm-hmm. Ryan Nemeth quite a bit too. Uh, and I love the Iron Savages. I've been singing their praises for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Peter Avalon telling the Savages, Did you already forget your names? Uh, when t- they were doing their chant was super, super fun here, as Luis points out. I agree. This was a glorified squash. But what I liked here was we got to see a lot more personality from the Iron Savages. I loved. Uh, I think it was Bear Boulder pushing Peter Avalon into the air for his kickouts. Like, mm-hmm. Just fun. And you also got to see some in-ring here that I really liked. Boulder with that moonsault was just like fantastic stuff. Mm-hmm. I know a few people that have had a chance to work for with them on the indies and say that like working the Iron Savages is just easy and a, mm-hmm. a dream to work with those guys. Fun here. It looks like they might be getting established in ROH. Any thoughts on this match? Uh, I love seeing more great tag teams get established here. The Iron Savages have been one of those tag teams. This I was thinking about this, like this is kind of a Kate episode because later in the episode, we got the workhorsemen too. I'm like, okay, I see they're catering to Kate over here. I see Not what's Kate going eating, on here. Catering, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to add on some more great tag teams like this. And I think having the, you know, uh, Peter and, and Ryan Nimitz uh, added on here too. There can always be a tag team that could be inserted in any any of AEW's places and be and you know have a good run. I think Ring of Honor would be a really good place for them too. Whenever we get this tag team division fully kicked off, whatever these tag team championships are happening, what's going on here? Get more emphasis on that. But yeah, this was a a lot of fun. I like to see um, the the Iron Savages have like this just brawling big meaty men slapping meat style that is a great translation 
and something they need more hosses i say all the time this is just two big hosses right here yeah you're like two you you have said multiple times get some ugly mm. people in here not the come on voice yes some uggos we like it gritty dirty guys <clears throat> get mm-hmm. me more of this super yes. super 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 fun here um and also good because it does feel like even though we don't have the roster clarity that we've been wanting it certainly mm-hmm. feels like the Iron Savages are being built up to feel important, even if it's not like yes. an immediate title shot. We're starting to see who some mainstays might be around here. Mm-hmm. Well, one guy who's been a mainstay for a long time is Christopher Daniels, as has Matt Seidel. They defeat Zach Clayton and Cole Carter here. One thing that I've appreciated in commentary, always phenomenal. Love having Nigel there, but they, mm-hmm. they really have gone out of their way to remind you how important Christopher Daniels has been. Yes. To the wrestling industry and especially to ROH. Like, it's nice to see him get his flowers here. And I really appreciate, um, you know, I, he's not he's not the youngest guy in the company. Um, for, for them to go out of their way to remind us that he is a legend here because he wasn't necessarily, like, the most prominently featured guy in AEW is, is something I just really, really like. They make him feel incredibly important here. This was a perfectly fine match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Clayton and Cole Carter, I think uh, this is the role that they'll be playing at least for a little bit together in a tag team or separately. But Christopher Daniels and Seidel being put together has been a surprisingly refreshing uh, change of pace for, for both of them, I think. Any mm-hmm. thoughts on this? Uh, Zach Clayton and Cole Carter, they have just five guys. And New Japan, this is just two guys. They're just... <laughs> They just exist like they're just there just two, guys. just two guys that's it like i don't care if they win or lose like uh as i said before cole carter's fake ass austin theory so i don't really it's just uh <laughs> but seeing christopher daniels and matt seidel which uh, goes into an angle that they set up later here in the show is cool i like um seeing christopher daniels on the show um at this point he's going to be able to be a veteran and, and, and help all these wrestlers. So having him as a tag team wrestler is going to help, I think even more than him just being a singles wrestler. Cause he's such a great tag team wrestler and, and to see him in any tag team match, it's just going to help everybody out. So yeah, this is it. I like that. Uh, AW as a whole, when they have like a tag team centered main event, they focus the, a majority of the show on tag team wrestling or tag team style wrestling. And that that's what they did here in this ROH show. And I liked it a lot. Yeah, this was, this is a great um, use of everybody involved here. Right. Mm-hmm. I think Christopher Daniels and Seidel are, are there to make younger talent like Cole Carter, who, well, I don't necessarily disagree <laughs> with what you said. I will say <laughs> he's got a lot of time to learn and grow. He's a younger talent. He, he, um, is far from reaching his ceiling. So working with people, this experience is only going to benefit him at this point in the game. Right. I think Zach Clayton has kind of a hybrid role where he's helping on the, the marketing side a little bit. So mm-hmm. um, I agree with you. And this was like kind of exactly what it should have been if you were going to go out of your way to do this. So I mm-hmm. will take it. But uh, one match that I wish had a little bit more time, but again, this was where I was kind of like, Kate, slow your roll. Like, mm-hmm. They had 9 million matches in two days. Yes. But Lady Frost with Miranda Alizé, mm-hmm. I want to see more of. I, I really liked what we got out of this. Jam Beard saying also now that she has had the baby, technically the Iconics might be available. Going back to our, our uh, uh-huh. tag talk, mm-hmm. that is a fun pull. And their personalities could be very fun. And what feels like such a grounded wrestling product in general, especially women's division. Mm-hmm. Um Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. 
products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. But Lady Frost and Miranda Alizé, something is just clicking on a different level with Lady Frost. She gets the win here with um, the, what was it? Corkscrew Moonsault, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Miranda Alizé is, is a really fun um, dance partner. Like she, she always does something personality wise to make her opponent look really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the code of honor, she like shook hands, but wasn't happy about it. Lady Frost has just found a rhythm between hitting hard and all of her acrobatic prowess. And there's like a, a happy medium which mm-hmm. on the Indies, she's introduced as the queen of murder gymnastics. And that's kind of what we got here. And I yeah. am loving it. I think she's really settled into her sweet spot. I love to see when people have kind of found that bliss point in their styles. Mm-hmm. Also a little less telegraphing. Not that it was terrible before with her, but it it feels like it's just all so fluid with her right now. So mm-hmm. happy to see this. Any thoughts on this match and these two ladies in general? Yeah, uh, Lady Frost is a great example of what, like, the spirit of ROH is. It's kind of like, they probably weren't expecting to have, like, a good, like, they knew Lady Frost was good, but then, like, they saw her, what she did with Athena, and they saw how she could work, and it's kind of like those, like, oh, damn, we have something on our hands better than what we even expected. I mean, she's a tremendous talent, but, like, it seems like she's clicked into another level. And every time that she has a showing on Ring of Honor, it's been great. I saw her this. I was at the Queen of Indy show. Shout out to my homies at West Coast Pro, yeah. Pro Wrestling Revolution. I was at the Queen of Indy show. Tremendous show. All the women destroyed it. But Lady Frost was there and to see her in person and to see this finish that she did in person. Phenomenal. She is an awesome, talented person. I think the Ring of Honor women's division is going to be uh a lot better with her getting her shit off like this. Like this is awesome. And Miranda Alize is going to be continuously getting better. Uh, one of those people that is going to continue to grow and we're going to see it firsthand, but she's going to be a great dance partner for everybody here in this, in this, uh, in this division. But lady frost is just a great addition to having contenders for the ring of honor women's champion. She's always going to be a contender and she's building her stock with, with it every week. Agreed. I think um, they had done a good job on commentary here too, mentioning that Lady Frost was the uh, proving ground opponent who has lasted the longest with Athena too, which I think just subtle things like that make you feel like she's really important. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I like this idea too. Why not open this door a little bit with Emmy Soccer and Miss Ruga as tag team faves? I, I think there's a lot of possibilities here. The ones that aren't even like necessarily top of my head. Sawyer mm. Rec was whose name I was trying to think of before. Sawyer Rec, yes. Let's get her in mm-hmm. our Let's get her versus Athena, please. Yes, My Sawyer Rec. Mm-hmm. Uh, some more love. Maxie Impaler and Heidi. Uh, that's a really good call as well. I miss Max being around. She's doing. Mm. They're doing some great work in Japan. So mm-hmm. uh, I think Max might come back. We move along to a match that kind of surprised me with the booking here and Helico and Serpentico Mm -hmm. uh, defeating the uh, Shinobi Shadow Squad of Mm -hmm. Cheeseburger, who I adore, and Eli Isom, who I also love. A really fun duo. I don't know why, but when I was watching this match, I was like, I need, need to see Cheeseburger versus Leo Rush at some point. That (laughs) match has got to happen. Um cheeseburger pun extremely intended because i intend my puns because i'm not a coward all the like flavors of different styles of wrestling that he has always show up no matter how like the lettuce matches. tomato cheese oh my god cheese on it 100% <laughs> barbecue sauce let's go i love it but you can see just in in the way that he moves there's always some influence that you kind of see peeking out i really mm. really liked it uh, I was surprised that this went the way it did, though. We see the Spanish announced project who still can't get over the SAT thing. Uh, walk away with the win here. It's uh, and I got to see Luther celebrate, which is always fun. He is extremely silly for someone who was like Japanese deathmatch Hannibal Lecter at one point in his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, did this surprise you as much as it surprised me? It sure did, because they, the Spanish and uh, those guys, 
<laughs> and Helico and Serpentico have uh, been the the I don't want to say the jobber tag team, but they've been the uh, the enhancement team. Yeah, you know they've they've been the guys to make the other guys look great. So yeah, it was kind of a surprise to see them get the victory here. It was great to see Cheeseburger and Eli here on the show because they are ROH. Um, they've been in ROH for a long time. They represent the spirit of ROH too. So and uh, I love commentary putting you know letting know letting people know where they've been because they've been doing a lot they've been in mexico they've been in germany they've been kind of all all over the world getting their styles together and so to see it on display here was great but yeah i didn't really expect the sap to get the victory <laughs> but they did uh, you say it exactly how i think it in my head mm. so i appreciate that i will move on to what i thought was the Hands down, not match even close. Mm-hmm. Match of the night. Yeah. Match of my life. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what kind of day I'm having, week I'm having, month I'm having, lifetime I'm having. All I need is little Zack Sabre Jr. calling someone's dickhead on my screen. Mm-hmm. Ah, this was for the New Japan World Television Championship, which is under time constraint. So a yep. fun stipulation in the world. You got one of the best technical wrestlers in the world, if not the best technical wrestler in the world. Versus one of the best high flyers, if not the best high flyer in the world. Magic. Just magic. A super creative ending. Everything you would want out of Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> Anything that you would ever want out of AR Fox. Mm. This match effing rules. Mm. I found out I'm supposed to swear less on this program. It's really mm-hmm. hard for me not to swear. It's hard. This is like, I want to swear a lot about how great this match was. I'm swearing mm-hmm. on the inside. All my in- inside curse words, Dan Housen can't hear them, but mm-hmm. Dan, oh man, go out of your way to watch this match if you didn't see it. Yes. Reg, what did you think here? This was beautiful wrestling. I love when wrestlers like AR Fox, who are known for taking to the skies, high energy, he's all over the ring, he connects his moves together, he does all these different things. But then when you're in the ring with somebody like Zack Sabres Jr., who many, uh, most 9 out of 10 consider to be the best technical wrestler in the whole world, you're going to be wrestling his match. And so for AR, AR to get locked into his match, but not get totally drowned being in there with the best technical wrestler and adding his own style to it was so awesome. But then on top of that, when he did get his spots in, when he did do the, the big suicide dive and the big Tope Canhilo, it was just like so perfect. And Zack Sabre Jr. is just like such a great professional wrestler, the way that he puts together a match, the way that the, he uses the time limit as the the kind of driving force behind the match is second to none, man. Like seeing this guy do his thing and knowing that one day him and Brian Danielson will lock it up. That's what every Zack Sabre match, junior match is like. We're just like one step closer. Anytime he's on AEW TV, Ring of Honor TV, any TV, we're like one day we're going to get that match and here on display though. But yeah, just like you said, Go out of your way to see this match. The best of both of these guys. You want to see Zack Sabre Jr. on display. You want to see the best of AR Fox. This match right here. It's so funny because I don't. He's obviously a high flyer, but I don't even consider AR Fox a high flyer mm-hmm. because he's so well-rounded in his his wrestling skill set. Um, and Zack Sabre Jr., I said on Twitter, he's just one of the most complete wrestlers I've ever seen. Like, extremely technical, but people, I think, automatically equate technical with boring. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He is not. He is full of story, full of life. The way he'll lazily throw out kicks, his banger of a theme. He's Mm -hmm. so, so, so good. This was super fun. There were also stakes involved. Whoever won this match gets to go on to Dominion, right? So that was Mm -hmm. great. And then after... They give me mm. something I need, and then they yes. took it away, but I think we're still going to get it eventually. Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe comes out and talks his ass about how he's the best television champion in the world, not Surprise. Zach Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh my god, this is a Kate episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> told you. Try to told you. But we did set up what looks like we're going to get a tag match. I'm sure in the series of tapings, we're getting Zack Sabre Jr. and Samoa Joe versus Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel, which is a really fun nod to all of ROH's history, mm-hmm. I think. Um, looking forward to that, but 
we we want to get to the end game of Samoa Joe versus Zack Sabre Jr., right? That's what Come we're on. looking for here. Nice tease, you guys. I like that tag team match. It's going to be great, and it's going to be interesting, and it's going to be fun. But we know what's going on here. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Samoa Joe. Tag t- or TV title versus TV title. It's a fight. We all celebrate and cry ourselves to sleep. Come on. That's what we want. That's it. That's all I want to see is those two beating the crap out of each other. Jim Beard saying, I got to say the New Japan pro wrestling title that Zach has is so fugly. It's almost as bad as the 24-7 title. Buddy, it's worse. It looks like a watch. Yeah, it's (laughs) ugly. (laughs) But, you know, on Zach Sabre Jr., it looks, now I was going to say it looks cool, but that's a lie. That belt sucks. But I get what they're going for. I Yeah, I get they got a lot of belts in New Japan, all right? They're not all going to be winners. You got to no. <laughs> you gotta settle in. But mm-hmm. coming down the home stretch, guys, get in those Super Chats and Humper Chats if there's anything else you want to talk about in the rest of this episode. We're going to turn it over to Joel Pearl and the wonderful Cresta Star right after this. Man, a really fun episode tonight. I'm going to lock them into the studio. They're never allowed to go on the road again. But mm-hmm. we move along to the Gates of Agony versus Dalton Castle and Brandon Tate because other boy was in the hospital due to the actions of Gates of Agony. Shea mm-hmm. Monster saying, hello, Kate. Hello, you clam digger wretch. Mm-hmm. So Gates of Agony are my tag team right now. Well, the thing is, they're technically a trio, but modern faces of fear need to see them against the Lucha Bros soon. Ah. This has been fun. And Dalton Castle's such a great storyteller that this was a really nice balance of what Dalton Castle is best at, well, Gates of Agony, both of them looked like ass-kicking, brutal mm. dudes that they are. Kind mm. of just quiet machines that, that take these guys out. But Dalton Castle, of course, making himself the hot tag. Really fun tandem offense with Brandon Boy and not Brent Boy. Uh, <laughs> what were your thoughts about this? Uh, I like the storytelling of Dalton Castle. I thought he played a great role here. I thought he showed that. He uh, is versatile in what he does, not just comedy wrestler. He can add on uh, a kind of drama element to the whole thing to make the whole the, make this whole little angle that they're working with works out pretty well. But the Gates of Agony, just like Shane Monster said, they're just the the new faces of fear. They're just destroying guys, punching them down, throwing them to each other, they're throwing the air and and Samoan drop. It's just they're just manhandling anybody in their way. But again, they are the trios champions. Just put those belts up. That's it. That's we just want to see you defend them titles as a trio. We love seeing you as a duo. Love the thing that's going on with the Mogul Embassy. That's just yes. phenomenal. So keep it all up. Wins all around with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, right now the chat is in subscribers only mode to keep some of the dorks away and Jeremy Lambert did that for us and he said because he did that I have to say something nice about him and i will just say much like fast and furious jeremy is like family and you should watch him and joel pearl on in the weeds as your morning wrestling show joel pearl who is going to be on shortly after we make it down the home stretch we're delayed getting on because streamer just keeps automatically playing blue chew ads chaos tonight but some really, really fun wrestling that came through was the workhorseman and shane taylor mm-hmm. uh versus chef Ricky mm-hmm. Gibson and Eddie Pearl, I'm not familiar, um, mm. but a, a fun match here. The Workhorseman and Shane Taylor, not a combination I was optimistic about, but they definitely operate from the same world of kicking ass. Mm-hmm. J.D. Drake, as you said, like one of my favorites, love seeing Anthony Henry here. This is a great way to establish who we're, we're kind of getting as um, a, another establishing stronghold on the show, though I believe Shane Taylor got injured in the set of tapings, which is a bummer. Yeah. Like what I saw tonight, though, I love me some JD Drake. He feels like he's walking out of a different era. Such mm-hmm. a blast. Thoughts on this match? I don't really get the pairing. Like, uh, what what happened to uh, Shane Taylor's crew, the Shane Taylor promotions? Like, if you're going to put him in the trios, just put him in the trios with the guys that we know already. I know things are kind of split apart. Khan's over here with Gates of Agony. The other members are, aren't present in Ring of Honor. But bring them. Let's do this. Let's bring this tag team together. I thought it was super weird that they paired them together last week. Whenever they were teasing this whole thing, they're like, oh, Shane Taylor likes how these guys get down. But it's like, I don't know. I'm not, not really seeing it. 
you're trying to set up more contenders for the trios championships, get the damn trios championships defended. I don't know. It seems pretty simple, but uh, yeah, this is just kind of like another squash. Not mad at it. I think Schaff and, and those guys uh, are from out here and uh, on the West coast. I think they do stuff with defy wrestling. Shout out to defy wrestling. Hell yeah. Good work at defy wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, very happy to see them thriving. I, I get it from a stylistic standpoint. I think it's just hard because Shane Taylor Promotions was like coming out with a for the culture flag and stuff to go to like these 80s Southern brawly feeling dudes is a weird flip. So it's a change. Yeah, I think stylistically mm-hmm. it definitely works. But I think from where people like you and I picked up with where Ring of Honor was into this, it does feel weird. I'm also mm-hmm. wondering if there was going to be a story out of that, but we might have to wait to find out as Shane Taylor is injured. But we got a chat from Dobby the Brain here saying, Mm -hmm. speaking of the studio tapings, anyone else worried about the reported setup that they'll be taping ROH after collision every week? Yes. Yes, I am. Very worried. (laughs) We are concerned. Concerned. That's a word. Yeah, I don't. You know how uh, I'm hoping that since it's Saturday night, like, a lot of people go to wrestling shows on Saturday night. That for a lot of people is the wrestling night. I'm hoping that it's like they out the gate. We're kind of knowing that Ring of Honor is going to be a part of this. So I just want them to say, listen, this is also going to be a Ring of Honor taping on top of this. And not just when you get there, like, oh, stay for stay after collision. We'll have all the big Ring of Honor stars like they do now. Not going to work. Let these people know what show they're going to watch. Antonio Khan. Uh, yeah, no, I agree because the advantage that they do have, right, is it is a Saturday. It's not a work night when people are trying to get home. So that I think is definitely, definitely, definitely working in their favor. I just, I don't want it to get too cloudy because I don't want to be out there. Funny guy, Tony Khan. You know, like. Funny guy. Tony Khan. For me. <laughs> Just like my Will Washington joke. Sorry, you are stuck with it. But one thing that I'm excited about is the Righteous and Stu Grayson segment. Mm-hmm. I think we talked a little bit about how, like, give Dark Order a, a storyline that's not about someone leaving the group challenge. But this is working for me because the Righteous are great. Like, Vincent and Dutch are such a good duo and i like that Stu grayson just kind of wants to be his own man in this Mm -hmm. any thoughts on this quick little vignette that we got here uh i like the the story that they told here i like the end where Stu's like i'll give you guys one chance and the dark order tried to come in and be like hey i know what you guys are doing uh evil luna was like look this is my tactic part i'm not gonna let you guys do this but Stu's like i'm tired of everybody talking talking about me when i'm right here y'all abandoned me still i haven't forgot and I might, you know, hear these guys out. A cool little segment I like because we're in the studio that we get these little things that progress the story and move it forward. This is a great way to do it with 45 seconds or whatever they used. <laughs> Agreed and shouting out this. There was a slow dancing in a burning room, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is from John Mayer's circle like 15 years ago. So good on Dutch. For knowing his jump hair. And Dutch with that tongue thing is just creepy. He's creepy. And he's mm. good at the creepy thing. But mm. moving along to our third women's match of the night. Mercedes Martinez is back. And she beats the hell out of Ashley D'Ambois. Uh Chris Mueller saying Mercedes needs to teach Dom how to do the three amigos. Yeah. Buddy, somebody does. Because mm. they are three acquaintances. I call them the three acquaintances because they're so mm. bad. Uh, but... <laughs> But we're gonna we're gonna zip through this because there's not a ton to say about it. We are running late, but thoughts on Mercedes Martinez being the crap out of Ashley Danvoz and also just on having her back. That was the best part of this is having Mercedes Martinez back. We've talked for many, many, many weeks how we need her back in this division. She's gonna be another element for the Ring of Honor Women's Championship. She's gonna be another person for all these young women that are coming up in Ring of Honor. Uh, that are fresh off the indies, that it gets to be in there with an experienced veteran. Uh, just a tremendous talent. It was just great to see her back. I hope she's uh, doing well. I know she was out with the injury. Hopefully she's fully healed and ready to kick some ass every week because that was great. Agreed. And the story is right there in commentary, as usual, doing a great job pointing out that 
Mercedes is the one that Athena beat for this title. So maybe there mm -hmm. is a return shot down the line. Jam Beard saying, can't wait for <laughs> Triple J and Satnam to become either the ROH tag or ROH trios champs because Dane, Reg, and Kate are forced to talk about them. Tripping. Look, you're going to send in money. I'll read whatever chats you want, but okay. I will just. I, I don't know. I'll moon mm. the camera for that entire segment. I don't know. I'm not interested. Yeah, Get that out of here. Yeah. We're getting that disgusting suggestion out of here. <laughs> we are going to our main events. Darius Martin in action and Dreddy, mm -hmm. not top flight, uh, defeating the kingdom in what was another surprising booking decision, but not one that I hate. Kind of ready for this feud-ish thing to be over. over yeah yeah let's i'm ready to move on from this mm -hmm. but we saw ray fenix back hopefully we're getting some clarity with the tag division this is something we can move on from it would have been cool mm -hmm. if it was actual top flight but it's darius and guy that kind of looks like darius or dante <laughs> martin and has kind of similar moveset who should probably be fighting with jericho mm -hmm. um perfectly suitable match though I, I don't have any complaints about it i was a little bit surprised at the booking but the kingdom don't really need this win. And I do think that Darius and action and have something to be gained here. Reg. Uh, I thought it was interesting because the kingdom has been telling this story on these promos, like for the last six weeks or something. Every time they've talked, they've been like, we're the best, we're the best, we're the best. I thought it was an interesting uh, victory. I thought that the kingdom would get the victory here, but they did not So shout out to uh, Dante or Darius and, uh, action Andretti. I thought the match was cool. There was a lot of super dope elements in here. They used some tables. Uh, Mike Bennett was bleeding. There was uh, some very dangerous chair spots all throughout this. They did some some very cool and innovative, dangerous spots. If you like blunder, if you like tables, if you like some uh, high flying hardcore action, this was a really cool way to end the show. Um, I'm not mad at it. I like moving on from feuds quickly enough that they don't feel overly fatigued. So I mm -hmm. like the fact that this felt like a blow off because it means we're yep. probably not running it back if you are getting those stipulations. But one thing that we run back every week, Reg, is us bringing on our fellow stream crew here. We've got Creston, we've got Joel Pearl who have been patiently waiting We have a lot more to talk about when these episodes run two hours and also for two weeks in a row, I don't know how to tell you guys. Every time I've entered the StreamYard studio, it's just randomly started playing Blue Chew ads. I don't know why. This <laughs> is the sleep. most entertaining Joel's ever been. So this is fine. This is actually exactly stay what awake, you want. Just like Joel. They want you to be up. Uh -huh. <laughs> no, that's all right. This is, this is perfect. Joel can be... Oh, damn it. Oh, there he is. Why is Grandpa, he, why wake you, up. Why are you fancy, Joel? Why Say his name and he appears. It's a mm -hmm. year. It's a year being it's Joel. Our anniversary. Oh, yeah. It's anniversary. our anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy Starting late. <laughs> You've got your fancy facial hair for today. Mm -hmm. I love uh, it. I bearded it like Jonathan Gresham. I wanted to be an octopus. <laughs> 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 well, you look beautiful. Happy year anniversary. We are so Lucky to have you. I'm so excited to see what you bring to the Collision Post Show, which yep. we'll be starting with you and Rick and Iridian. I can't wait, but mm -hmm. congratulations. It's we're, it's a year better to, yes. to have you, you here, Cresta, and also Joel is here as well. So that Wow. Is I'm so happy Joel's my partner. Joel's been a mentor. <laughs> He's an educator, a mentor. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Easy. We believe in Joe Hendry, not Joel Pearl here. Uh, I but... believe in Joel Pearl. Joe Joel oh. Hendry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> None of my other codes um, do. I know. I, we have so much fun on Sundays, Joel. But uh, the most fun that we had tonight was for me, Zack Sabre Jr. and AR yeah. Fox. Holy hell, what a match. Reg, I think we're in agreement on that one. That was just. Yeah, either that or Phoenix oh, and Gringo Loco, because, you know, you know me. Man loves this. <laughs> yeah. How was Trinity's debut? It's good. They had yeah. me in the first half, not going to lie. 
not gonna lie. <laughs> First half of that, I was like, oh no, I want to be wrong, but people is already roasting her. Like, oh, you still wrestling like that? And then by the second half of the match, she was like, turn it up. So okay. love that. Sweet. That's what I like to see. Kylie King beat the shot of her though. All match, <laughs> all match, all match. Mm-hmm. Beat the shot of her. <laughs> it, was a, it was a great match for them though. Go go back and watch it because uh, it's a good match. They gave yeah, it time too. I, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you it's perfect, but in a lot of ways, she hadn't listen. Trinity hadn't wrestled a match in a year. It had been 366 mm-hmm. dates until that point. So for that to knock the ring rust off and it be Kylan King, I think it turned out pretty good. Mm. And considering she's only ever wrestled in the WWE system, this right. was a perfectly yep. fine match. I can't wait. I can't wait. Can't mm. wait. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till she settles in either. Look, we're going to get out of here, but I would be remiss if I didn't ask. Joe Pearl Gacy, why haven't you released uh, CYV yet? Let them go. I agree. Let them go, Joe Pearl. Why won't you let them just work Damn, Wembley like they deserve to? <laughs> Listen, when I win the North American Championship next weekend <laughs> at NXT Battleground, only then will I let them be free. Okay. I'm doing something for myself with those $7 in my pocket that I gave to The Rock's daughter to join wow. my team. <laughs> All right, look, we know you spent the rest of your money on that neck shortening procedure that you had to have Not done. the mm-hmm. neck shortening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> crazy. I actually took his neck because I had this beard. My neck is like all the way from this. Uh, and that extra neck. neck. Got the extra neck. It's just mm-hmm. neck. <laughs> just neck. It's just oh. neck. Just neck. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, happy anniversary. We're going to get out of here. Stay tuned for the Impact Post Show. I can't wait to hear all about what happened. We're a better channel for having you guys. So thank you so much and enjoy your show. Peace out. Thank you, guys. You guys are fantastic. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.